Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. George Gamond, and welcome to uh, today's Thursday. I'm kind of my schedule's all mixed up this week with the holidays and the family and the friends and all kinds of stuff going on. So, but it is it is Thursday. So welcome. It's well, how many more days to Christmas? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, we got tomorrow is Friday. One, two, three, three days left. Yeah, three days after today, and then it's Christmas. Is anybody into Christmas? I mean, still, really, seriously, I kind of look at it from a different perspective, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, I will, yeah, well, people keep texting me as I'm trying to talk and apologize for that. It's like disturbing my chi, my energy field, right? Don't text and talk. (laughs) It's like drive and talk. Don't do a radio show and text at the same time. So how's everybody? You ready for the holidays? Have you done all your shopping? Uh, yeah, I'm, I had a little negativity going on in my life, but I've gotten past that. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, I know, you know, I'm going to stay in solution mode. You know what solution mode is? Well, let's say you got a problem, whatever the problem is, and you go, oh, I don't have an answer for that problem. I don't know what I'm going to do, right? Well, solution mode means that you let it go, turn it over to the universe, source, God, higher self, wherever you want to turn it to, and then you go out and have some fun. You go enjoy life. You refocus yourself away from the problem. Just drop the problem altogether. Just let it go. If you don't have an answer, if you don't have a solution, instead of overanalyzing it and thinking about it and fretting about it and worrying about it, you let it go. You turn it over and you go do something that feels good. Do something, help somebody else. You know, the best way to get into solution mode is to go help somebody else and do something nice for other people. Be generous, be kind, all that loving, fun stuff. Okay, so that's what the season's kind of built about, and we're going to talk about Santa Claus. I have an article from History Magazine, the History website, about Santa. We're going to talk about winter solstice. We're going to kind of spread it out a little bit, and I got a couple articles I want to share. I am going to channel my spirit guide, my spirit group, Sarah. Now, that's what I'm trying to focus on, is more and more of, of just channeling. 
you know, if you call in, you got a question, you got to give me a couple um, few seconds and I can go under and let them talk to you directly. Okay. That's what channeling is. I kind of get out of the way. I go into the background and my spirit guides talk to you directly versus me trying to hear things and go. So, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced a channel who just kind of goes away. If you're familiar with the Abraham material and Esther Hicks, Esther does that. She just kind of goes away and lets Abraham speak through her. And that's what kind of I do with Sarah. It's a group of non-physical entities, a group of spiritual teachers, and they kind of who comes in and out of the group, and they don't like to use names of who they might have been if they lived upon the earth or if they didn't live upon the earth. They like to just go by the the title Sarah, which is kind of a play on other things. So we'll, we'll go into all that. So I'll do that. I'm going to channel about, I think they want to talk about the holidays a little bit. I think tomorrow's show is going to really be about Christmas more so. Today's about Santa Claus, which is a good thing, right? Isn't that a very good thing? And then I got a caller. Well, we'll see if they're into the Christmas spirit and if they need to hear something from my spirit guides. Um, yeah, we're going to keep it real positive, though, because I want to keep this energy high and fly flying. So neg- no negativity today. You know, hopefully Santa's bringing you everything you want or need. <sighs> yeah, maybe Santa's your mother. I don't know, your father, your cousin, Leroy, right? Okay, let me take a call. Then we'll then I will channel my spirit group, and then we'll see what else is going on. We got some articles. We'll talk about Santa Claus, and then maybe winter solstice. Well, solstice, and I have some other articles. We'll see. Okay, take a call. One one one. It's a. I call this the picket fence numbers. It's probably their. I don't know. Skype or. I don't know. Hello. Hello. Hi there. I hope you can hear me well. Yes, very well. Who am I speaking to? I am. He's speaking to Hannah. Hannah or Hannah? Hannah. Yes, Hannah. Hannah. Okay. Hopefully I got that right. So how are you today? Are you ready for the holidays? Are you having fun? I don't know which. I don't. I have yes, never idea. Um, I I have no idea what people celebrate, so I try to keep it neutral for a moment. <laughs> I am getting ready for the holidays. I'm going to get two weeks off. Um, so I'm very happy about that, and um, I love Christmas. So uh, yeah, I uh, I just like the coziness and togetherness with everybody. Um, yeah, being with friends and family. So um, can I ask you a question, real quick? Sure. Not, not I'm not trying to be evasive. Where are you from? Um, originally, I'm from South Africa. So we used to spend okay. Christmas by barbecuing on the beach, <laughs> but now I live in Europe. So it's it's completely you know the reverse. So I'm experiencing Christmas, you know, white snowy Christmases, which is very different from being in your swimming costume swimming in the sea. So I've, I've experienced yeah, both. Yeah, your accent. I know you said South African, but it sounds also all very close to Australian too. Yeah, it could be. I've I've traveled a lot through my life, and I think I pick up some accents, and along the way, I've I've lost, uh, you know, co- completely sounding like a South African, but it comes and goes. <laughs> That's interesting. So, what's on your mind today? Oh, we got into the accent thing, and guys, I find accents very fascinating. How people can, depending on where you are in the world and your accent, and especially there's so many variations on. English accents, and even here in the United States, if you live in some areas, you can't understand each other. It's like, really? I can't. I don't, I don't get that. 
Yeah, deep, and deep even the words you use. A deep southern accent, southern, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, um, so what's, what's uh, on your mind? Well, actually, I was curious. I saw uh, your show, and I saw that you do channeling um, based on, um, uh, you said, messages from Sarah. And uh, I read what was on Blog Talk, and I thought I'd love to call in. And I don't know if a general reading is is okay or anything that um, your guides might find that is important for me now. Or do you need a specific question? No, I don't need a specific question, or unless there's something that's yeah, then pressing. I'm open. Yeah. Unless you have a pressing question of some kind. Well, let me, you know, I'm I'm going to go away now. I don't know if you're familiar with channeling, but I just go away, and I've been doing this for okay. you no. Know, Actually, a natural channel from birth, but I really studied it and started doing it about 25 years ago, almost 26 years ago. Oh, wow. Yes, wow. yes. Okay. And so worked with different guides, depending on the vibration. It's all about a vibrational thing. Is as you do it more and more, you raise your vibration, so you attach yourself to a higher vibration spirit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yes. So let me see what they have to say. Give me a few seconds. Let them come in and talk to you. Pronounce your name one more time for me so that they know exactly who they're talking to. Hannah. Hannah. Is it H-A-N-H-A? It's H-A-N-N-A. Okay. I got it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go away. Believe it or not. Well, first of all, we want to say to you, now this is not George, so just so you know that, this is the group, spirit teachers, that we come in and out in different ones, and we don't like to give our personal names or what we may have been attached to as a human because that just distorts the message because you're expecting something that's much grander than it really is because we, we deal with what, what's going on in your lives. But first of all, we have to say that you have a delightful energy. We, let, we enjoy your energy. You have an energy that we believe, and if you keep this energy going and this vibration going, that prosperity is yours always. Do you agree with us that prosperity is always yours? Yes. <laughs> okay, you can you can talk. We 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 don't mind. We 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 like to hear you. Uh, what 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 we also mean by that is when you when you let your energy lower a little bit, when you surround yourself with people who are more of, let's say, negative, who don't carry the same vibration as you do, you, you, you let it slip a little bit. Your prosperity slips a little bit. But for the most part, we would say that you're an 80-20 person, 80% high energy, high positive out, outlook on life. We agree with that. So we don't know if you have any specific thing, but we really want to tell you that. And, and we, we, we're we not really forecasters in the sense that March of next year, something wonderful is going to happen to you. No, no. We just know that in your life, you're always in this continuous path of growth, this con- continuous path of development. We, we don't see anything, any hiccups in your life, if you know what we mean by hiccups in your life, any any downturns coming up for you because – you're guided by a very interesting spirit teacher. Do you, are you aware of that? No. No. This this ancestor, it, it's a physical ancestor in the sense of one of your ancestors going back a couple, three generations, but also was a be- is a beautiful soul 
in the non-physical world that's kind of, we would say, guiding you through your life, giving you those moments of inspiration where you go, aha, I need to do this. And you don't know where it's coming from sometimes, but we, we don't have a name for you. And we're, we're not getting a name, so we'll just give it to you as, as this guiding spirit in your life that attaches itself to your higher self. This, do you understand what we mean by that? It works through this, this energy, this spirit teacher works through your higher self to give you those aha moments. See, what we, what we, what we see for you is that you're always being attracted to beauty. Are we correct in saying that? Are you there? We lost you. But we always see you as being attracted to beauty, whether it be physical beauty, beauty that's been created by people, but you're always being attracted to by beauty. And we see that continually throughout your life and wherever you journey is that attraction to the most glorious aspects of your society and your planet. We feel that we're, we've lost you, but that's okay. Are you there? No. Well, we'll let this go. And hopefully you are blessed and you're, we honor you. We send you love and we send you creative forces and energies wherever you may go in your life. Thank you. Oh. Hello? I'm sorry, the connection just went off. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Spirit was kind of going, where did she go? She went away. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I can listen did to you, it. I could probably listen you, to it did again. You, did you hear what they had to say to you? Um, only the beginning, but I tried to get on again, and it took a bit of a, you know, a okay, while. Well, well, but let, I, let me I just give, let me give you can listen to it later. But let me give you a brief, brief and a little bit more of what they said, and specifically that they said that you're attracted to beauty, whether it be physical mm-hmm. beauty, emotion, you know, planetary beauty, artistic beauty, whatever it is. They see that 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 this is an important part of your life, and it will continue on through the rest of your journey, mm-hmm. and that. Did you hear the section where you have a beautiful spirit teacher that works with you, and it's an ancestor of yours that works with your higher self to always bring you to those aha moments? Hmm. I only heard the beginning, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's basically what it. They were really trying to encourage you that just follow that guidance, that intuition that you get, because it's coming from something in a higher energy, a higher source, that's leading you to those beautiful places in your life. And those prosperous moments, I guess, is another way they would put it. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. But you, you Thank you very much. Would you, would you agree? Would you agree that you're attracted to beauty and all that's outpouring in your life? Um. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I you would say a, so. You have. Yeah. You have an. You have an artistic spirit about you. Do you know that? Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 I you, agree. You, yeah. You. You. You need to develop it more, though. That's true. <laughs> I also agree but, on that. Uh, what, what they're yeah. saying is, and it kind of just not channeling so much, but just kind of getting the message that you have a gift in this artistic to to make bring beauty, but also to other people, but also to inspire people through your creativeness. Right? I get that. Yeah. So that keep going. Okay. It's a beautiful okay. gift. Will do. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, 
and I hear for you, and I get the words dream time. So in dream time, you're going to receive wisdom and get and, 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 and expressions of how you can use this this creative force. Do you follow me on that? Do you understand what they're saying to you? Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, I just, do. Just pay attention to your dreams, write them down, you know, because it feels like you get pictures in your dreams that just are very creative and something that you could create from. Hmm. Okay, okay. If you're not doing it now, you will be doing it because they're going to open that channel up to, wow, I, I dreamt about this last night. And it was beautiful. I need to create something around that. Okay? Hmm. Okay, great. Pretty Thank good. you very much. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Okay. Take care. Bye now. You too. Bye. That was fun. Too bad she she drifted away or lost the connection because Spirit had a lot to say. But sometimes when I get into that frame of what they're trying to tell people, it kind of keeps going. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. That was fun for me and for you and letting my spirit guides talk to you. So let me, let me, I'm going back to channeling again, which is always fun for me to do. And this is kind of more about not a, towards a specific person. But this is what they generally have to say about, I don't know what they want to talk about. I really don't. So let me do that. That was a perfect example of an individual that needs to maintain and uplift their vibration on a constant basis because through, and this is true for most of the population on the earth, that if you uplift uplift your vibration and uplift your energy field and connect to something greater than your physical ego, we use the word ego, your higher self, that you become optimum optimum in your creating of whatever your purpose is in life. Now, let's re-explain that a little bit. That sounds a little confusing the way it came out. That if you can raise your vibration to the highest point possible within your essence or who you are, then that opens up the channel for you to be open to living your purpose, living that creative person who you are. Now, everyone's creative. Every human that ever came onto the planet is creative in some way. You might not think that way, but you all are creative in the sense that you creations. You're co-creators with Source God in, in bringing about beautiful things, wisdom, guidance, direction. Just you're, you're co-creators. So we, we, we emphasize that. So you're all creative. You all have the capacity to do things that better yourselves and those around you. You improve. You all have the capacity to raise the vibration of yourself and others and through your creative outlets, whatever they may be, whatever they may be, whatever you do in your life has a capacity to be creative and to raise your particular vibration, but also raise the vibration around you. Well, let, let's give you a little example. That you're you're a woman who is a stay-at-home mother. Now, and so your creation is how you work with your children. It's how you 
raise your vibration to be creative around them to give to inspire their imaginations to inspire their creativity but also in maintaining a house and doing what you do in in the in the work whether you go outside of the workforce or inside the work inside for the workforce you you create through you're you're creating in your a better environment a more a higher vibrational environment for all those around you we have to slow down a little bit george is kind of rushing us a little bit and we, we don't want to rush we want to take our time in presenting this to you because whoever you are and you may not think that your particular position in life has substance has value but that's wrong Everything you do is part of your purpose. And anything you do in life, any activity that you're involved in, can take into that activity those creative juices, that creative energy from source, from God. And that that creativity can improve your vibration, but it also improves the life of those around you. And there's so many examples of that in your society. If you can take people who you think are have the most let's say simplistic of jobs but they use their higher vibrational being their love their energy their their joy their happiness in what they doing what they're doing and then it inspires other people a janitor for example who's working from a high vibrational place not only is making it very beautiful but is also inspiring other people by their attitude by their presenting themselves from joy from love and it, it just warms the environment. It just warms the vibration. It raises the vibration of everyone around them. And they leave wherever they've been working, whatever they've been doing in a higher vibrational place. So whoever, whoever walks into that vibration, walks into that energy field, feels more inspired. And they become more creative in their work and doing little things that display love, display warmth display creativity and whatever work they do so we'll leave you with that we're gonna we're not gonna go on and on about this but think about your particular activities think about whatever job you have how can you how can you use that how can you raise your vibration in the environment that you're in to have an impact on others that when they leave your presence leave your area they feel inspired. They feel lifted up. They feel that their vibration is higher. Even though they don't know how and why it happened. But your vibrational field and your attitude about your work and your attitude about what you do is so inspiring to others that they carry that forth with them. And that's part of the idea of this season is to inspire others, to spread that goodwill and joy to others. So think about that in your work. Your work is not mundane. Because your work has a real purpose, your employment or whatever you call it has a real purpose in the sense of you can take your vibration and raise it higher and have an impact on yourself and others around you through that vibrational presentation of joy, love, appreciation. So thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I think, well, that was pretty heavy, huh? Yeah, beautiful. I, I, I guess I've drank too much coffee this morning, and I have to admit, you know, that, that I get a little, and I try to race spirit. That racing energy that I might have kind of affects them a little bit in the vibrational place. So I had to, they, they wanted to slow down a little bit.
slow me down, slow them down so they can make the point. Okay, that was fun. Uh, hope you appreciate the message. So whatever you're doing, do it from a place of appreciation. Do it from a place of joy. Do it from a place of love. And what you're doing is you're raising the vibration of everyone around you by doing that. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? Winter solstice, Santa Claus, whatever. Um, yeah, let's do that. They get some other articles that are a little heavier. But I thought I would read about Santa Claus for you. You, most of us are, most of you may be aware of this and where the histories and the traditions of Santa Claus. But some of this is geared towards the United States because it's from the History History Channel and History.com. And so, I wanted to get into. The man we know as Santa Claus has a history all of his own. Today, he's thought of mainly as a jolly man in red, but his story stretches all the way back to the 3rd century. Okay, find out more in the article. We've got to go a little bit more into how we got to the Santa we have today. And... Okay, so two, and it, it mentions that two people from New York City, to how that they had an impact on the concept of Santa. The legend of St. Nicholas. Now, I've read about this the other day, and it's a really cool legend, and I really hadn't read this before, but it's really kind of interesting that the legend of Santa Claus can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 A.D. in moder- what is now modern-day Turkey. Much admired for his piety and kindness, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. It is said that he gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside, helping the poor and sick. One of the best known best known of St. Nicholas stories is that he saved three poor sisters from being sold into slavery or prostitution by their father by providing them with a dowry so that they could be married. Over the many years, St. Nicholas' popularity spread and he became known as the protector of children and sailors. Didn't know that about sailors, right? Uh, so, I don't know. Any sailors out there who kind of honor St. Nicholas? His feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, December 6th. This was traditionally considered a lucky duty to make large purchases to get or get married. So think about that when you're going to get married next time. Or for the first time, December 6th is a good day to get married. By the Renaissance, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe, even after the Protestant Reformation, when the when the of, veneration of saints began, began to be discouraged. St. Nicholas became a positive reputation, especially in Holland. Uh, so we're, now we're going to get bridge this to the United States. Okay, St. Nicholas made his first roads into the American popular culture towards the end of the 18th century. In 1773 and 1774, a New York newspaper reported that groups of Dutch families had gathered to honor the, the anniversary of his death. Now, they call him Cinderclaus, Cinder, 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 S-I-N-T-E-R, K-L-A-A-S. That's what he was named. This, the name Santa Claus evolved from the Nick's Dutch name, Sinner Claus, a shortened version of St. Nicholas, okay, Dutch for St. Nicholas. In 1804, John 
Pinard, a member of the New York Historical Society, distributed woodcuts of St. Nicholas at a society's annual meeting. The background of the engraving contains how familiar Santa images, including stockings filled with toys and fruit, hung over the fireplace. In 1809, Washington Irving helped to popularize St. Sinterklaas stories when he referred to St. Nicholas as the patron saint of New York in his book, The History of New York. As his prominence grew, Sinterklaas was described as everything from a rascal with a blue three-pointed hat, a red waistcoat, and yellow stockings to a man wearing broad-brim hat and a huge pair of flintish truck hose. Ah, so you can see the early evolution of Santa Claus in the Western, in the United States, particularly giving gift, gift giving mainly centered around children is an important part of Christmas celebration since the holidays rejuvenation in the early 19th century. And before that, conservative Christian groups, eh, we're not so much into this stuff, right? Stories began to advertise Christmas shopping in 1820. By the 1840s, newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements, which often featured images of newly popular Santa Claus. You know, you think about it being a current celebration and not too old and so forth and so on, but this is 18, how many years is that? 180 years ago, almost 200 years ago that we've been celebrating and using Santa Claus as a symbol Okay. In 1841, thousands of children visited a Philadelphia shop to see a real size, a life-size Santa Claus model. It was only a matter of time before stores began to attract children and their parents with the lure of a peer, a peer at a live Santa Claus. So live Santa Claus is in stores goes back to the 1850s, maybe 40s, 50s. In the early 1990s, the Salvation Army needed money to pay for the free Christmas meals they provided to needed family, needy families. They began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them to the streets of New York to solicit donations. And then this familiar Santa Claus with ringing the bells and the little... Bo- I don't know if they do that in Europe. So if any listeners that are from Europe, if they have the Salvation Army in Europe soliciting funds for for helping people and using Santa Clauses. In 1822, Clement Clark Moore, an Episcopal minister, wrote a long Christmas poem for his three daughters entitled The Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas. Moore's poem, which was initially hesitant to publish due to the ferocious nature of the subject, is largely responsible for our modern image of Santa Claus as a right jolly elf with a portly figure and the supernatural ability to ascend a chimney with a mere nod of his head. Although some of Moore's imagery was properly borrowed from other sources, the the poem helped popularize the the now figure image of Santa Claus, who flew from house to house on Christmas Eve in a miniature sleigh led by eight flying reindeer. Okay, interesting, huh? And in 1881, political cartoonist Thomas Nast drew on Moore's poem to create the first likeness that matches our modern-day image of Santa Claus. So this whole idea of Santa Claus and this concept of Santa Claus is really ancient in the sense of what it does is it, 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 
it gives the embodiment of, of generosity to children and helping and all that sort of thing. So, you know, what does Santa Claus have to do with Jesus? Well, you know, in the sense of nothing, but the the spirit, the energy is very Christian in origin, right? It's kind of beautiful. So we'll go back to this article. His cartoon, which appeared in Harper's Weekly, depicted Santa as a round, cheerful man with a full white beard holding a sack laden with toys for lucky children. It is Nast who gave Santa his bright red suit, trimmed with white fur, polar North Polar Workshop Elves and his wife, Mrs. Claus. Okay, we're going to get into a little different direction here on the same Santa. I love this, some of this stuff. It's really fun. I hope you're enjoying this. I, I kind of found this rather interesting and kind of review this in the history of where Santa Claus came from and the traditions throughout the world, right? Okay. In 18th century America, Santa Claus was not the only St. Nicholas-inspired gift giver to make an appearance at Christmas times. Similar figures were popular all over the world. Christkin or Chris Kringle, you know, we still use that term Chris Kringle somewhat in the United States, was believed to deliver presents to well-behaved Swiss and German children, meaning Christ child, Christkin, is an angel-like figure often accompanied by St. Nicholas on his holiday missions. In Scandinavia, a jolly elf named Jurvigan Okay, I didn't pronounce that correctly. It was brought, thought to deliver gifts in a sleigh drawn by goats. I like that. Goats. Goats are cool, huh? Goats instead of it. Yeah, in Sweden they use goats. Well, if they have reindeer. Well, that well that's kind of a Scandinavian too, isn't it? Okay. English legend explains that Father Christmas visits home on Christmas Eve to fill children's stockings with holiday treats. Pierre Noel is responsible for filling the shoes of French children. In Russia, it is believed that an elder woman, Barbushka, purposely gave the wise men wrong directions to Bethlehem so they couldn't find Jesus. Later, she felt remorseful, but could not find the men to undo the damage. To this day, on January 5th, in a lot of countries, Christmas is celebrated on January 5th. I know I have Armenian friends who celebrated around the 5th of January instead of December 25th. So it must it's an Eastern Orthodox tradition to celebrate Christmas in the first part of January instead of December, December 25th. Aha! So, on January 5th, Barbushka visits Russian children leaving gifts at their bedsides in the hope that one of them is the baby one of them is the baby Jesus and she will be forgiven. In Italy, a similar story exists about a woman, La Befana, a kindly witch who rises broomstick down the chimneys of Italian homes to deliver toys to the stockings of lucky children. That gets into the ninth reindeer being Rudolph, and we don't have to go into all that because that's a whole different story. Because we're going to send more, save more stuff for tomorrow about Christmas, but Rudolph came about in the 1930s, okay? And it was popularized by a song by the singer, baseball owner, Gene Autry, who recorded Rudolph's story in 1949. Okay. And 
Since then, the story has been translated into 25 languages made into television movie narrated Burl Lives, which has charmed audiences every year since 1964. So we got our Santa Claus thing going on here. So Santa Claus, that concept, whether you call Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, whoever you call him, is been around for a long time. I always like that, like that story about St. Nicholas. Yes. Okay. Okay, I, gonna, I was going to talk a little bit about winter solstice because that's another thing we look at at this time of the year. We look about the change of the seasons, and, and a lot of the Christian traditions come from the idea of winter solstice and the light coming back, you know, the darkest day, and now light's going to gradually come back. And I have this whole article from, where's it from, the Washington Post about, but I, I thought the most interesting thing about this, now this is the northern hemisphere, not so much the southern hemisphere, but I always wondered about this myself. So one part of the article, and I'll just kind of touch on that real quick. Blah, 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 get through the rest, get to the bottom of the article. Oops, where it is. The question was, why do days still get still get colder after the winter solstice? Hmm. As days lengthen, the cold strengthens. It's an old proverb that certainly has some scientific truth. The northern hemisphere receives its least direct light on the winter solstice, which is ta-da, today. So that's what this is rather appropriate. Okay. But in many places, the coldest average temperatures of the winter aren't until January. And they have a map that's just kind of cool. And the area where I live would be somewhere around now. No, no, <laughs> we're, we're not part of that. So if you look up into Alaska and those areas, it's up like January 19th, January 25th. And in the Antarctica, the coldest temperatures are after January 25th. You think, well, it's getting lighter. Why is it so cold? This delay in the arrival of our coldest temperatures is better known as the seasonal lack. It happens because the amount of solar energy arriving at the ground is less the amount leaving the Earth for a few more weeks. Mm-hmm. The old the old Earth is cold. It takes a bit for it to warm up, huh? Hey, that's what the whole point is. A bit like blank bank account that starts losing money when you make more draws than deposits. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting. Oceans and bodies of water, which take longer than land to heat up and cool down, keep temperatures from rising very fast. Until not until the northern hemisphere sees a net gain in the solar energy, heat coming in, heat coming in, then going out. Interesting. The Earth gets warmer. You know, the Earth's not giving off the cool yet, so the Earth stays cool for a while. It takes a while for it to get warmer, days, so forth. So it stays cold. The exact timing of the coldest stretch of the year depends on several factors, including how close you live to the water, prevailing wind direction, and the amounts of snow cover. Snow is great at reflecting the sun's heat direct back into the space. So if you got more snow, basically it takes longer to warm up. It doesn't absorb it into the earth. Snow keeps the earth from absorbing the sun and warming up the earth so it stays colder. That makes sense? Got it? So with climate change... It's going to get warmer quicker. Ooh, then I thought about that, huh? Less snow, it gets warmer quicker. You've noticed in the map above the west. So, blah, blah, blah. So, if you don't like the cold, 
Here's the silver line. Wherever the rest of winter begins, daylight is once again on the upswing. So it is something to celebrate. Think about it. So that was the question I've always had. How come it, it still stays cold into January? And it has to do with the earth not heating up that quickly and letting go of the cold because it takes longer to warm up and so the oceans and so forth and so on. So have you ever thought about that? I know. I didn't know the answer. I thought that was a cool question. And then there was some other stuff about winter solstice that I really didn't want to talk too much about. And okay, and you can, if you want to, if you're interested, you can find this for yourself. And I'm going to post this on Facebook for all my friends so that they can read that. And if you're with me on Facebook, I would ask you to join me there. I think the link is in my information, my information page. So if you want me to individually talk to you or have my spirit guides talk to you, and all my information is on the episode information, my, the easiest way to contact me is through my email address or through the messenger.info. And, you know, I'm going to arrange a schedule to talk to. Let my spirit guides help you and with a direct question or two and guidance on whatever is going on in your life. Because I consider myself a spiritual teacher and coach and by channeling my spirit group, which I love to do. So I'd love to help you that way. So contact me. We can arrange some time to talk and they can chat at you with whatever going on in your life and the issues you have with family, friends, or money, or relationships. They can guide you to help create a better, you know, more joyful life. I think it's all about a more joyful life, isn't it? So look up that article on Winter Solstice. I posted on Facebook if you're interested in reading that sort of thing. And I will be back tomorrow. We're going to get back into the Christmas spirit a little bit more, more about Christmas, more about the traditions. It's kind of a review. And it's all beautiful. Regardless of where you're from, it's all beautiful, right? It's all beautiful. It's all amazing. You know, it's it's like, you know, people say they take Christ out of Christmas. But, uh, you know, I think the spirit, the energy, and wherever you draw that energy from, bring that in, the gift giving, it's all very Christ-like in the idea of love and generosity and sharing with others and showing love towards others. That's the prevailing peace on earth, goodwill towards man, the prevailing energy of the season. And again, the coming of light, the coming of a new year, the coming of new celebrations, the coming of more joy in your life. It's, it's all rather cool, beautiful. And I have some other articles. I'm not going to get into them today. I'll save some things for tomorrow, and we'll talk more about it. Let's see if my spirit guides have – we've got a couple minutes left, about three minutes left, and I'm kind of, okay, what do I do now, right? What do I do now? What am I going to talk about now? So let me, let me just see if they have anything to say for you just real quickly, and I'll kind of not, not go into trance so much, but just kind of let them speak to you about whatever they have to say about the holiday season. Because they didn't really talk too much about it. Well, the message I'm kind of getting is to celebrate life. Celebrate your life. Celebrate the life of your family. This is the time to show great appreciation for the love that's surrounding you. Whoever, and, and to spread that love. They, they talked about earlier about you're raising, you're raising your vibration. So be encouraged, be appreciating of the, of the season and the beauty and 
whatever is going on in your environment that raises your vibration so that you can maintain this beautiful, joyous, celebrative spirit. Not that this shouldn't carry throughout the whole year, because we should be celebrating life every day. We should be enjoying our life every day. But this time of the year really puts an emphasis on the celebration of life, the celebration of family, the celebration of beauty, the celebration of giving, the celebration of receiving. Mm-hmm. It raises, raises the whole concept. Be a great receiver. When somebody gives you something, appreciate it, say thank you. People do it, if they're doing it from their heart, to say, no, no, I don't need that. No, I don't need that. No, stop. They're doing it from their love. They're doing it from their heart. It's not always just an obligation. Accept it. Accept whatever people are giving you and appreciate that they're giving you something, whatever it is, a piece of candy, whatever it might be. Allow people to be generous. Allow people to be generous to you and to those around you. Appreciate it. Thank them. And celebrate it. And that inspires you to be more giving and more inspiring to others. Okay, well, that's been fun. This has been a fun show for me, and I appreciate callers. I appreciate people with their questions. And, again, I'll emphasize if you need more information from me, my information is in the episode information. You can contact me. We can go from here. And I'll be back tomorrow for another show. We'll talk a little bit more about the holidays, get into – no, I don't know what they want to talk about tomorrow. Spirit has probably has something important to say or valuable to say about all of this. So I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening. And have a beautiful day and have a beautiful season. Thank you. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.